This is Agents Influence Podcast. My last 90 days, I decided to commit Monday through Friday that I was going to have local Tucson business owners in my agency, and we were going to do a live Instagram show. So I decided that I was going to take myself out of the equation and highlight these Tucson business owners. Every day, they would come in Monday through Friday. It was the craziest, most stressful, and most amazing time. And from Coffee to I bound 87 households in 90 days. I'm Jason Cass, and we're going to help you think differently, change your agency, change your finances, change your family, and in the end, we're going to change an industry. Let's go. Hey, 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 everybody. Welcome to Agents Influence Podcast, Conversations with Jason Cass. And I am here with the one and only Miss Erin Nutting. Uh, you guys, I'm not going to go through all the uh, all the normal questions that I do because you guys know her. I think she's probably been on here four or five times. Probably the guest who's been on here the most, actually. But before I do, real quick, AIBrainShare.com. Really, registration opens up to all Mastermind members on March 2nd. It opens up to everybody else on March 9th. Whenever we sell 150 seats, it's sold out. Um, I literally have about 40, 50 seats and I've invited 63 people and I have 31, 32 people on the waiting list. So I'm telling you, it's going to open up March 9th. If you want to get an invite, if you haven't heard from me, you have not been invited yet. Go to AIBrainShare.com, put your name on there and I'll see if you qualify for it. In the meantime, Miss Erin Nutting, how are you doing? I am so good. How are you doing? Da, 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 da. <laughs> I am uh, doing good. I am excited to have you on. I think there's many reasons. I'm writing a, an article right now, almost done with it, that uh, made me think of you. And because it's, uh, it's along the lines of some of the stuff that you and I talk about, which is called real life. Yes. And, uh, and so I just wanted to, I wanted to bring you back on. So thanks for taking my invite to come back on. Oh my gosh. My, I mean, I, I dare I say, you said that I might be your most like visited pot. Like I'm the one who's been on the most. Yes. Dare I say that I'm basically like the Justin Bieber on the Ellen show to your podcast. <laughs> I'm just going to throw it. I'm just going to throw it out there, but I think that's a very good comparison. Flip sexes, <laughs> but yes, that, that, that's a very good comparison. So yes. Um, and here's the deal. Um, tell everybody, let's talk about the most important news, which is when I asked you to come on this podcast, you said, Jason, just FYI, did you not know? But if now you do know, um, you are an engaged woman. So I, congratulations. Oh, hey, thanks. Yeah. It just kind of, you know me, I mean, you know me pretty well. We're friends, but I'm for a lot of people who maybe you're listening to this and they don't, you know, know me personally. I am a super private person when it comes to my relationships, mm-hmm. mostly because I feel like social media will like spit you, like chew you up and spit you out. And, um, yeah, I had previously, I mean, I, I was pretty open um, a couple of years ago that I was going through a divorce and that all the, you know, it's, that's yeah. wonderful now. And my ex-husband and I are super, like super close. Our kids are amazing. We have a very, um, we have a very unique way of co-parenting and for the, I'm, I won't get into it today by any means, but for those of you out there who are like in a situation and like you wish, like, I promise you there is like rainbows and butterflies at the end of that tunnel and it can be accomplished with like two people who are willing to communicate. And 
I try really hard um, to put my relationship, um, my fiance's name is Matt. Uh, I try really hard to put my relationship with Matt in a, um, I don't want to say a bubble, but in a very protective circle, because I know how easy it is to lose sight of the what's important and to let yourself kind of slip and get into the like, oh, well, they're announcing this, they're doing this, or they're like basically living their relationship online. And I try really, really Mm -hmm. hard to not do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, 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 and it makes it more impactful when you do, like you just kind of slip out that every once in a while, I love you or, Hey, look what's going on in my life. And, 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 and it's different because we want to know those things. Right. And, you know, I, I say this a lot. One of the reasons why I get on social media is for a social, for is, is for a selfish reason. Yeah. Um, we talk about that. I, yeah. I, I, I picture being 80, you know, and looking back. And, and being able to say, oh, there's where I went. I love checking in at places that I go to because it literally draws a map for me. This is Facebook specifically, mm-hmm. right? It draws a map for me of everywhere I've went. Mm-hmm. And, and I, I'm very, very much that mm-hmm. way. And then I think there are people that just, you know, take it. Um, I have a family member of mine where she refuses to get on because every time she gets on, there's nothing but drama. That's online. fair. And I tell her, and I tell her, I say, but. A lot of that is you like, how come I get on and, and I'm not, I don't have all this drama, you know? I mean, it's like, no. So I think, I think it just has to do with what you're hanging out with and stuff. But but anyways, back to Matt, what is Matt's last name? Kaiser. Yeah. So everyone out there who's going to go stalk him. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, that's a good point. I didn't ask for that reason, but yes. Okay. But I was just thinking. Talk away. away. He's yeah. um, He kind of has the same mentality with social media as I do. So we we're kind of boring on there, but it's actually really funny because we, um, we have the same outlook when it comes to that. And he, um, he's actually a lender, which oddly enough, you know, your insurance agent, the insurance agents Mm -hmm. out there, they're like, Oh, that, you know, that makes sense. And believe it or not, we actually, I've been an insurance agent for, gosh, it's going on almost 15 years. And we hadn't met up until the last, gosh, not not even like that long ago, to be honest. I mean, we had, we met in 2018. So um, it wasn't even that incredibly long. I think it's like timing, if that makes sense, the the right timing and being patient for the right timing and knowing when to be able to let things go. And to let things, Where'd you guys meet? Uh, we actually met. Um, I had a work meeting with a coworker of mine. Um, or I shouldn't say coworker, a colleague of mine. And um, after the uh, after the meeting, we had gone into a country club that he was a member of, and uh, he was there golfing with some friends and be business being business and networking being networking. I was introduced networking wise, and we. I mean, honestly, we just became really great friends. And I can truly say, uh, friendship is the foundation that I kind of have always wanted. And, um, it just was, it was easy and it it took us a while. It took us a while to, um, I had been, you know, like I said, I'm, I'm a damaged lady. I don't, (laughs) I was really content with where I was and really happy. And I was basically married to my, uh, married to my business. So for me, it kind of took me a while to be like, all right, fine. Like I'll eat with you. I'll, I'll do it. Come on, let's go. I'll, I'll eat pizza. Fine. Um, but you know, just really, it, it just, slowly but surely, I think we just kind of, you do the friendship first and you're like, wow, like, I think this is kind of how it's supposed to be. Like, this is, this is pretty great. And then lo and behold, you know, he decided he wanted to shack up with this crazy for life. So here we are. Yeah. <laughs> Woo. Woo. Boy, if there was an insurance policy for that, I don't know. <laughs> Woo. 
that's a lot of shack. So, so you know what's what's crazy is is that I love what you say about how it was built on that foundation of friendship, yeah. right? Um, I think I think it's easy to always say that, but one time I was sitting in um, church and my pastor was talking about how relationships should be, and he was talking to the younger people in the uh, for the first half, and then he would speak to the older people or the more you know older people in life uh, that have been in married, and it was amazing how he put it. And and, and roughly, I love this. He said, a lot of times at the beginning of our relationships, he said, you'll see relationships where two people will stay together and like, it's just them. Yep. Right. And then, and then as they get um, older and they stay married, then they start hanging out with their friends more. And he says, and it's actually completely opposite. If you want to build a friendship, you should be hanging out with your friends and that person be part of that yes. friendship circle. doesn't mean they have to be friends, but you're hanging out with friends. And then as you get older and you get married, that's when you shed the friends and you more become one, right? So we kind of do that thing backwards. And I think you're doing it the right way this time to say, are we friends? Let's hang out. Let's do all that. And then, hey, if this turns into something, we can shed the friends and now get engaged. Yeah, I, I completely agree. And I think, you know, it's funny. I'm watching a lot of people around me who are in their, you know, mid to late 30s and they're starting new relationships. And even my ex-husband, um, he's in a new relationship too. And he, I hate calling him that. I'm going to, I don't, I don't know what else to call him. Like my, my kid's dad, let's call him that. Right. But um, he's <laughs> in a new relationship. And it's, it's really funny because you start having these new appreciations for things, right? So for me, I'm a severe empath. So I'm an extremely empathetic person. And sometimes that's actually not a great thing for me because I take on other people's feelings so immensely that um, I Hmm. almost like make them happen in my own life. So for example, if I'm talking to somebody and they're like, I'm having a really rough day and here's why and all these things and they're basically unloading, I'm really empathetic to them and I'm hearing what they're saying and I take it and I feel it. And then all of a sudden I'm noticing my day has then turned the same way that theirs is. So I have had to learn through business that you not all the time can do that because you're going to have those fire hydrant moments where like someone is in a car accident and you have Mm -hmm. to step up to the plate and make that happen and you have to be the calm force. But the thing I have found in this relationship that's significantly different is that um, I am normally, I, I call him the calm to my storm. I am normally a storm. You know that about me. Like I'm, right, right. I'm all over the place and he is by far the most opposite of me Ooh, that good. I've ever met in my life. Like that's he's good. and patient. Like I don't even know what patience is. I don't even know if I could spell it correctly. Amen to that, Simmons. I hear you there. But he's also, he does business differently. He's also a business owner. So for him, it's like the way he does business is so immensely different than the way I do that there's a nice blend. But the one thing I think that I am so protective of in our relationship is the fact that we're not perfect Mm -hmm. and I'm not perfect. and He's not perfect. And we don't pretend to be, we're just really good communicators. We just are really good at talking about it, even the ugly. So if something happens or, you know, let's God forbid, like there's going to be fights, there's going to be things. And it's just all about what you do after it happens. And he's really good with accepting that not all the time it's going to be rainbows and, you know, butterflies, but sometimes you have to have those ugly conversations. And that was kind of the turning point. And, um, I remember, I remember, in fact, I had just gotten back from Florida and I remember having to have this, like, I, I was like dreading having to have like the, we were starting to get serious and we were starting to talk about things like moving in and all these things. I remember having to have this like super ugly conversation with him and being like, 
what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Cause in business it's easy. I'm the boss, right? Like, right. I mean, what are they going to do? Good like, point. Like, Good point. Right. So, but in my relationship, I'm not the boss. <laughs> so, That's right. Nor is, nor is he, it's a team effort. Right. But I remember having to have this really ugly conversation and it was like the first time in my life that it was, I was accepted and given grace and like given the, Hey, it's going to be okay. It might not be okay right now, but I'm not going anywhere conversation. Mm-hmm. And that was the big shift for me. And if you're a business owner and you have that in your relationship, hold on to that so tightly because us as business owners, we're just bananas, right? right. Like we're crazy. Absolutely. So that was, that was a big turning point for me in, in my relationship in that, like, all right, I think friendship and having the understanding of being a business owner and not honestly you give each other grace and have empathy, like those types of things that are, that I've like struggled with and have strived for, for so long. It was like the first time that that was like super apparent to me. That is so awesome. That is so awesome. I love that. Mm -hmm. How long were you married? Oh gosh. So Brett and I were together for 13 years and we were married in 2010. Okay. So yeah. So, uh, we, so about eight years. About eight oh, years. Oh, wow. We so you guys, you guys were together for 13 years and then you were mm-hmm. married for eight. Yep. Okay. Yep. And so we met when I was 20. Wow. And see, yeah. you know what? It's, um, it's a thing that I think, um, it's, 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 a. this is, this is really good because I think that you have a, obviously you and Brett have obviously matured as you're saying, you're having this great relationship. I hear a lot about that. It's weird how, when sometimes the pressures of life of things that we didn't think gave us pressure now that they're relieved, it's, you can see other things clearly. I've had other friends kind of tell me stuff about that and having good friends, uh, good, having good relationships with their, with their, um, you're right. There needs to be a better word, right? Rather than ex-husband or ex-wife, right. it needs to it be something so- else. <laughs> it does. Yeah. It's yeah. terrible. It, it does. It really, really, truly does. To be honest with you, it sounds as bad as producer. I hate producer. I think producer me- is the silliest thing. I feel like me- I'm like, like picking fruit or something. I don't know why, but that's <laughs> just why I feel. I just like, this is a weird, weird thing. But um, that uh, one of the things that I think is great with with you and what was his name? Mike? What was the guy? Matt, the, Matt, Matt. Matt. Call, one thing yeah, that's great. We'll just no, call yeah. him the super tall guy. That's like- Yeah, that. that's what I was saying. He looks bigger <laughs> than me. I'm going to call him Matt. So anyways, no, the, the, the thing that's great is, is one thing it's taken my wife forever to beat into my head is balance, you know, because that's not me. But um, I do realize that subconsciously or somehow I was attracted to Andrea because she's very much like Matt, very level-headed, very – I was attracted to Travis, who's my business partner. He's very mm-hmm. level-headed, very quiet. Anybody mm-hmm. that knows Travis, whenever we go to these conferences, they're like, Kes, there's no way this guy's quiet. I'm like, no, actually he is. But when he has a drink or two, he likes to. He just becomes a new person. But <laughs> anyways, he's – all, Travis. Yeah, Don't I don't know. And I tell you, he's, he's an absolute, everybody loves him, but it's so funny. Um, I'll tell you this. I, I was telling this to people when I was in San Diego, totally getting off topic about balance, but uh, we, we went and, and, and got into, went to an Airbnb, him and I, in the, at the end of December, and we sat in there for two days and just hashed out our business and stuff. Right. We got there, we got there on a Thursday. We said, we started on a Friday morning and we ended on a Saturday afternoon by Friday morning, about Friday, one or two o'clock in the afternoon, he had lost his voice. And we had only been like in this for like three or four hours. But in mm-hmm. that little bit of time of him talking, he lost his voice. I try to tell people that's how little he really actually talks. People don't believe us whenever we're out and about. But balance <laughs> is what balance is what it's about. And and it really does. And I think that is such the key because 
There's going to, you know, Matt needs your spunkiness and mania just as much as you need his calmness and demeanor. You know what I mean? It's such a balance, it's such a balance in both relationships and in business. And I, it's so funny because I actually naturally gravitate to the people who are opposite of me. It's the Mm -hmm. weirdest thing, but I think it's because I have the most to learn from them. Um, Mm -hmm. I have the, like, it's really easy to put me, I'm, I'm a part of, um, a women's CEO round table and this group of women, the first time I walked into it, I was like, I have no business being in here. We're talking like the CEO of, um, KNF designs, like who designs mosaic custom pieces for crate and barrel and pottery barn and all these things. And oh, wow. like you we're talking like massive multi-million dollar companies. And I'm sitting in there and I have this like itty bit of little insurance agency. And I, I'm like, I have no business being in here. I'm also the youngest. And then I kind of realized like, I do have certain business being in here because these companies have been in place for like 15 to 20 years. And that's what I need to learn Mm -hmm. from. Mm -hmm. They need to learn from me because I'm new and I'm, I shouldn't say new, gosh, being an insurance agent for almost, you know, 15 years kind of dates me a little, but, um, (laughs) but in that room, you're new. I'm new. I'm new to business and I'm still a baby mm-hmm. business owner. People all the time, like I still, when people listen to our podcast, Jason, or they read the blogs or they do any of that, like I have people reach out to me all the time and they're like, I'm humbled by the fact that people think that I have it figured out. And I want to like clear the air and say, I do not have it figured out. Like all I right. have a couch in my office for a reason, because there are days that I'm just like, I don't know that I can do this anymore. And I got to take a minute. And I gotta go. I gotta well, you go know, like, you know, you know, some of the breath. greatest things, though. Think about this. I'm thinking about this right now. Some of the greatest things in life we can't figure out, right? Like you really just can't figure out love, right? You think you can. You think you can figure out another person. You think you can try to align it with your desires, your hopes, your dreams. But those are the things that you just can't figure out, right? I'm a man of faith. I, I, I'm okay not understanding how the world works. Because if this thing is way smarter than me, then then I, I'm okay with that, right? It seems like the goodest, the, the goodest, the best things in life sometimes are those things we can't figure out. And, 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 and as far as you being in that room, I just think that that's, see, once again, you're not only attracted to the opposite, you're attracted to success because we all know that like, if you were the biggest agent or biggest CEO in there, you're not learning shit. You know what I mean? But you're in there learning from these people. And what's so great about being human, literally a human being is just by hanging out with those people, you will become like them. Right. And that is just like overwhelmingly powerful. I just love that. Now let's talk about your blog real quick. Let's tr- let's switch this. Let's, do, are you writing something right now? I mean, I word am. is out on the street that you're beating out some text. What you got? That is the and, word on the street, and I'm beating out some text for you, and I'm really and for your people because let's beeps. be honest, the way that I the way that I speak in my blogs when I write for that audience is completely mm. different than any other capacity because I feel like we are the same. Like we can handle the right. demographic is the same and mm-hmm. we can handle that honest conversation. So I actually had a blog completely done and ready. I, I wanted to very briefly talk about uh, coffee at HQ in this blog. I wanted to talk about for those of you who did not follow my last quarter of 2019, shame on you. No, I'm just kidding. 
<laughs> for those of you who did not follow, um, you can actually go to Instagram and search integrity HQ. So it's integrity underscore HQ. And you'll see there, there is a slew of screenshot pictures. And through that journey, what I did was um, my last 90 days, I decided to commit Monday through Friday that I was going to have local Tucson business owners in my agency. And we were going to do a live Instagram show for approximately 35, depending on how much I liked you. It could be between 35 to 50 minutes. And <laughs> let's be real honest. Sometimes you just have those people and you're like, I the good, the bad, and the ugly, you have to kind of deal with. Mm-hmm. And you know this being you're, you know, right. mm-hmm. you're a professional oh, speaker, God. you're a professional interviewer. There are some people that you're just like, holy smokers, how are, what are we even talking about right now? I don't know what's going on. And maybe, maybe people listen to me and think that I don't know. But, <laughs> <laughs> but what I decided to do was I realized in our, in our industry, most of my audience was people who never were going to be able to do business with me. Not because they didn't want to, but because they see me on a different platform. They see me on the public speaking circuit. They see me on the blog circuit. So I don't really, um, I don't necessarily not believe in having multiple fat. I mean, like I'm a huge believer in multiple streams of income for sure. I just know that my bandwidth and I'm finally at a place where this is like a business owner addict class I'm about to have right now, but I'm (laughs) finally at a place to be able to say my bandwidth for anything more in my agency, like going outside, trying to do like consulting for me. Like I commend the people in this industry that are able to do that because I just, can't. I have to keep my, I have to keep my one focus on my agency and Arizona wedding insurance, of course, the secondary uh, company. And I don't have the capacity to do any, anything else. So I had to kind of come to terms with the fact that just because I'm not everything to everyone at every time, doesn't mean that I'm failing. So that's right. I then decided, why, why are my people that I love and want to interact with? And I want them to do business with me. They're all insurance agents which is great because I love everybody. I just also know I'm not going to do a lot of business with those insurance agents. And I really needed to want to do business with people in my community. So what's the best way to do that? For those of you who have not read the book, Go Giver, I would recommend that you do that. It's an awesome, Ooh, good one. It's a short read. It's a short read. You could probably knock it out in just like a day, a couple hours, maybe. But it really changed my perspective on the way that I do business. So I decided that I was going to put take myself out of the equation and highlight these Tucson business owners. So every day they would come in Monday through Friday. We would it was the craziest, most stressful, and most amazing time in my office. <laughs> we just had the best. There were some guests that I still I'm like, God, I just had the best time with them. Like I just And the way we would talk to each other and converse over coffee, it was just so cool. So for those of you who are like analytic nerds like myself, um, I think it's important to kind of put my money where my mouth is because I don't like to speak in hypotheticals. And we would feature them on the Instagram live. And then I would go back and pull the marketing out and do, you know, recaps. And through those recaps and through the live, we were getting interaction upon interaction upon interaction. And from coffee I bound 87 households in 90 days. Now, for those of you who have a shit, 
But for those of you who have a billion dollar book, they're going to be like, meh, okay, that's not really that big of a deal. Because if you split 87 households into three months, like that's really not that big of a deal. So I'm not like going to toot my own horn by any means. There's probably things that I could have done differently. But the point is that I never would have gotten that if I didn't just kind of throw something at the wall. So we did that. And through Coffee at HQ, that was the blog that I was writing about is basically why I did Coffee at HQ, why you should do a similar thing in your agency and how you can actually go ahead and do that. And then something happened on the last day of Coffee at HQ that made me want to take a different turn with the blog. And that's because Matt actually proposed to me on Coffee at HQ. Hello, loyal listeners. Hey, are you a local agent struggling to find markets for your client? Maybe you, maybe not. Look no further than Nation Brokerage Solutions. With over 200 carriers, their comprehensive options give you what you need for your customers' ever-changing needs. With NBS, as they say it in the cool world, you can confidently offer a wide range of options to better support your customers and grow your business, A.K. agency. Don't settle for less. Do more with NBS. For more information about Nationwide Brokerage Solutions, visit nbsbrokerage.com. Cast certified. Oh, wow. Yeah. So I kind of saved, like, I saved him. I feel actually kind of terrible because throughout the process, he's like, are you going to have me on? I'm like, listen, you're a guarantee, buddy. You're a guarantee. So I need to wait. I need to like wait until I have somebody bail on me or like, cause that happened too. the good, the bad and the ugly of coffee at HQ yep. is that you have people who are parents who have sick kids or like, let's be honest, just forgot or, you know, mm-hmm. things like that. So I was like, I needed my like clutch players, if you will, <laughs> people in my life. So I saved him. Come to find out, um, I ended up saving him and, and he just got to go last because I ended up getting it figured out with everybody else. So, um, yeah, so that kind of took a turn for Coffee and HQ and how one of the main questions I asked through Coffee and HQ the whole time was, you know, local eats, those kinds of things. Um, I asked everyone what their hype song was. Like, what is your your rolling your up to like, song? you know, listings like or whatever that. whatever it is that you're doing? What's your hype song? And that was pretty cool because that allowed me to create like a playlist, right? And we uh-huh. and further marketed. It's just more marketing. It's just you got to become a good marketer at that point. And then, and after writing this blog and I was like literally a week out from being done with HQ and I was just saving the last paragraph. So that way I could write like the, you know, the full, the full circle blogging moment, the, the full like top to bottom. And then Mm -hmm. that happened and I was like, oh my God, I have to write something completely different. So I decided I'm still going to keep that coffee at HQ article because it's amazing. And we're going to release that later, but I really wanted to write a blog about relationships and business. Wow. Mm-hmm. You, that in, that integrity HQ, I'm telling you right now, don't cut yourself short. I mean, even if you're an agency, if we, even an agency of our size, if we wrote 27 households in one month and we did it for three consecutive months, that would be huge. Now we're not big personal lines people, mm-hmm. right? But I think if we were doing personal lines, um, I know what my friends write. And I, I think them writing three, four new business policies a month uh, or a week, excuse me. Um, I think is something that's uh, that's that's targetable. 
I don't know. I'm, I'm not speaking from the personal lines side, but wow, I, I think that that's impressive. Um, it really Thank is. You. And then, like you said, you didn't even you didn't even mean for that to happen. I didn't. You're just doing it because like that, and that's how all good things happen, you know. Well, and you know, you know how this goes. Like you you live in the world that we all. I mean, we all live in the same world, and that like you have in that book that I just referenced, The Go Giver. You have this person called the connector. So if you, if you become the connector, you're basically creating that one-stop shop that like every loan officer and real estate agent want to create, right? I don't know anybody out there probably hasn't heard that before, but Mm -hmm. you as the insurance agent, you're creating like the hub and it's not about you. It wasn't about me. Coffee HQ wasn't about me. And it, you are then creating the connectivity. So that way when people like, those are the right people to do business with, because those are the people that if you get their policies, for example, and most of it was actually done like business to business, like while we were here, they wanted me to take a look at their stuff, which I mean, obviously I'm not going to turn that away. But if you get their business, they're going to talk about you because they are the networking people of Tucson. So imagine if you not only could write more policies, but you could actually write the right policies. So the right people came into your office, the right people who are willing to talk about their business. You know that they're brave because those are the people that aren't shy, which means they're going to be willing to talk about you. And while they're on their show or on your show, they're going to be so excited about the fact that they're featured on this local Instagram live that they're marketing for you. They're like, Hey, follow us on here. So bam, you're getting more followers. You're getting more interactions on your page and you're getting more people who would never have gone to see you unless you just kind of stepped out of the way and were willing to become the connector instead of like the trophy. But you have to stop wanting to be the trophy. So there's people who go out there and they pay thousands of dollars for marketing and advice. Give me that one tactic that I can take away. Go ahead and cancel your next conference you're going to because you just found the tactic right here at Agents Influence. I'm telling you what, that was good, Aaron. You laid it out in a very, I mean, as you were laying it out, I'm watching you walk through it, you know, and how you're talking about it and explaining about it. And I love it. I I really truly do. Um, Man, that's good stuff. That's good stuff. And you know, well, and it's good because there was a lot of this, I think, of a lot of this <laughs> testing of this social media. And, and I'm saying 11, 2012, 2013, 2014. And then that stuff started kind of dying away. I think we just all of a sudden went to social media as like Facebook and, and ads and, and LinkedIn ads. And I think we forgot that like it's really important to just, just be real and just like record, uh, invite some business owner in and grab some coffee and hit go live. And I mean, it's, it's not rocket science, but it's a good way to get that out there. I love how you laid that out. It was good stuff. It was was a lot of fun. And I, I want to be very honest too, in that, like it, it was also very hard. Like there's a reason I haven't done it and now it'll be, it's over. Um, it's 40 days now. And I am trying to turn that into a podcast. I am trying to figure out the best way to continue to do that and not lose my mind and not lose my sanity. Um, so for, for people who are like, Oh my God, this is the best idea ever. She probably all those households. And and even though it wasn't a lot, you have to, I want to be very upfront and that like, this might not be for everyone. And if I could go back and do something different, it would be every day have like a little bit of self check-in with, with, I mean, we all know based on my blog that I struggle big time with my anxiety in my business. And I did a very poor job during that time of making sure I was taking care of myself. So I struggled. Imagine, I don't know about you, Jason, but what's the most productive time of your day? 
Do you have like a window? In the morning. Okay. In the morning. So yep. the most productive time First. of my day in my office, I'm rolling in at eight. I mean, if I don't have the kiddo drop off that morning, it's usually a little bit different, mm-hmm. but I'm rolling in at eight and my most productive window of time is between eight and when I stuff my face for lunch, whatever that window is, yep. that's what it is. Mm-hmm. I'm taking out an hour to do this basically. And then I'm taking another 20 minutes to do the marketing afterwards. And then I'm also taking another, you know, let's say 10 to 15 minutes. If I'm having to email quotes to this person who's just in my office, or you're going to have the seldom one or two that think you're the greatest thing since sliced bread that you came up with this coffee at HQ idea. And they want to talk about how great it is and how they can do it in their business. And you got to be willing. So I'm taking two hours of my day, Monday through Friday, and I'm not taking care of myself anymore. It was like, like I said, there was a lot of good, but there was a lot of ugly that came with it too. And so I would say you can do it, set yourself a time, like 90 days, don't go anything crazy, maybe even do 30 days, do it. If you're going to do it, do it better than me. I, I want to see everyone who wants to do this, take it. And the best advice I ever got in business, and I shouldn't say ever got, cause I've gotten a lot of great pieces, but one of the most humbling pieces of advice um, was from Nick Ayers. And when um, when I was in year one of Arizona Wedding Insurance, I had another agent who basically um, took my idea for Arizona Wedding Insurance. And I'm not talking like took my idea and like, like it was like a basically, no, I'm talking like ripped content, stole a video script, like made something very, like it was blatant. It was awful. But Nick said something to me as I was like crying in my car because I was so upset. He said, you should be so honored that someone wants to do that. And you need to next time remember that when you go to do something, take somebody's idea because none of us really have authentic ideas. Everything is done at some point in time, but you got to do it better. So mm-hmm. I would implore anyone, like my ideas are everybody's ideas. Like I don't own my, like I don't own coffee at HQ. I should, I mean, I do actually, I do <laughs> own coffee at HQ, but I just mean like, I don't, that, that idea and that right to grow your business in your community, that's everybody's just do it so much better because there are a lot of things that I wish I could have done better for sure. For sure. For shizzle. Yeah. Good stuff here. Um, what I need to do is I need to give you this recording. And I mean, we have all of our podcasts transcribed. I need to give you the transcription. You basically have your blog written because <laughs> it's, it's all here. I'm serious. I'm just sitting here like taking notes going, man, this is good shit. You know, and you know so what? it's uh, Maybe we need to pull an audible. Maybe I need to pull an audible. Maybe we do just need to throw that blog out there because the way the way that I did it was I did like what to do, what not to do, and the aftermath. And Boom. that's aftermath. what you're doing right now. Yeah, the aftermath of HQ. Although, like, there's a lot of great stuff in there too. I think it's just all about being honest with. Um, can you handle it? Can you handle what happened in 90 days? If you if you do that, can you handle the you're going to get a ton of attention because let's be honest, you're going to be doing this in your community. Some of it's good attention. Some of it's not good attention. You're going to get, you're going to get this acknowledgement of this is happening consistently. So it's just being honest with yourself. Like, can I do this? And do I want to do it? And then, you know, everything else, good old hard work, old, old fashioned head down, getting it done. You, you can do it. It would be great. Boom, boom. 
boom, boom. I think you should. I think it would be, I mean, if the blog is anything, like I said, from what you're talking about right now, it, it's a fantastic and it's a, it's a good, it's just good hearing you talk about it. I think there's a lot of people who are trying different things on social media, do try and do and not even social media, just trying to be different in their community, you know, and be seen differently. Yeah. And I think that that, yeah. that that's, that's a huge, huge one. So let, let me, yeah. one of the things that I want to, I want to, I want to end with this and we're not ending right now, but we're, we're this will be our last kind of topic is, is the thing that I've been quite kind of writing mine about and I'm I'm about done and it's just I just feel as if like I'm I'm having a hard time capping it off. But I think what it has to do with and I can't remember where it came about. You and I talked about it last time, uh one of the times, about the couple that is my friend and um and they they were in front of the Magic Kingdom castle or whatever at Disneyland. Yep. And, you know, and they were having a fight and then after they got done taking the great the meltdown. Yeah, and they're great, right? But boy, for that second. And one of the things that I was thinking about the other day is I was watching ESPN and um, and I was watching, and I can't remember what basketball player it was. I don't know if it was Stephon Curry or whatever. I don't even think he's playing this year right now, but it was somebody and they were shooting the lights out on, and, th- and, and hitting these threes. And it was just like, mm-hmm. bam, and the next time down, ESPN showing it, boom. And I'm thinking, man, that was one of the best three-point, you know, things I've ever seen. And then at the end they show and then, and he went like seven for 21. And I was like, wow. Wow. Like, oh my gosh. Like that surprised me. I thought the dude didn't miss anything. Right. And then I started thinking to myself, I'm like, there it is. Right. That's that picture on social media that every time they show him making a basket, but they didn't show where he missed them. Right. They didn't show where he missed them. And I wanted to break this down because this is where I'm at on this blog is, is I got a little, kind of went down a a, a, a hole on this one. And the fact that. You went down a hole? Yeah, exactly. I know, I know, I know. So, so so this, why I think this was important because I had one thing I thought to myself, okay, so like I'm watching a highlight. I don't, they're not going to show the stuff in between because it's boring, right? The point is, is it's just a highlight. So if you look at it from that point of view and say they purposely tried to put just highlights in and leave all the other stuff out because people don't necessarily care about that. They want to see the end score. And I thought to myself, but there are people who care. And those are the people, those are the people that don't watch it on ESPN. Those are the people who watch the whole game and those are the people who are really big into the story. They're the ones who actually pay and come and watch it live. And mm-hmm. so I started thinking to myself, like looking at it from a high point of view, me, I don't necessarily care about the Houston Rockets, right? But I want to watch okay. the highlights because I want to see Harden and his beard and I want to see who won at the end, right? But if you right. are a Rockets fan and you live in Illinois, you're going to watch the whole game. But if you're a Rockets fan and you live there and you're dedicated, you're actually going to go see it live. And my point is, is that the people you care about the most are the ones that don't give any care to the highlights because they don't watch the highlights. They live the life with you right? They're living right. with you in those moments. So it's, it's, right. it's, it's the moments in between those highlights that are important, but it doesn't mean that if someone doesn't want, if someone just wants your highlights, I think that's okay because that's, that's the, that's, that's what they've chose to do. But I think it's right. But, but, but here's the deal there. The, the basketball players are not trying to make all these three pointers so you can see their highlights. 
they're wanting, they care about their close fans, right? They care about the people that came to see them. And I think we should see it that way as well, is to understand that people are going to see our highlights and that's okay. Pay attention to them, but don't lose sight of the people who are actually wanting to see those in between the highlight thing. Cause those are the people that are usually the most close to you. And that, that is, that, that is my thought. 100%. And I'm kind of, you know, it's funny and I'm going to get real like vulnerable at, at the moment because, because I think this is such a huge topic for me, especially right now in my life, going through, you know, like a, a, a rather quick engagement and going through all of these things. Like, I think it's funny to me because I have some people in my life that have made, um, have made it like almost why haven't like, why haven't you put something on social media? Like, what do you do? Like, what it like, like they're almost like more concerned about that. And then I have the other ones, the super close people in my life who know everything about me. I don't post anything really. They know everything about like what I want, what I, what I want in my life, those things. But the, the close thing that is reminding me of like, when you just made that amazing quote that I'm going to steal later on, I'm sure that people don't really care about the play by play. They want the highlight and the end game. And that is so even so pertaining to like owning a company in general. I don't care if you're an insurance agent, if you, you know, sell milk, whatever, like they don't want to see the bottom of that, you know, that weird motivational poster, the one with like the little bit of rock at the top. And yet there's like, I'm like all this boulder at the bottom. I hate that, but I, it, it stands, it stands true. And so people don't want to see that, but in social media being like the makeup of real life, the the fun stuff, it's so immensely important to just kind of decide what's important to you. And I mean, I've had someone extremely close in my life say, I had no idea like how I had no idea this was such a big deal for you, or I had no idea that you actually were doing this in your business. I had no idea that you and your fiance had that much of a close relationship to where you were thinking about getting married. We're talking like major players in my life. So it just, it makes you think, it makes you think too. It's like, how, how much do these people actually see you? And not just by pictures on Instagram or Facebook, but how much are people really seeing your business? Are they just seeing your highlight reel about you're the agent of the month mm-hmm. or that you got like a sponsorship? I mean, whatever, like, mm-hmm. are they really seeing you or are they seeing mm-hmm. the, um, I'm going to dismiss Alexa, please hold for a moment. Alexa, dismiss. <laughs> She's so annoying, Jason. This is real life. You're 2020. We have to tell our robots, Hey, I'm, I'm on the podcast, you know? Leave me alone. Come on. Just, um, but what's funny is she, I can't say her name too loud because if I say her name too loud, she'll think I'm talking to her. (laughs) She became an instrumental part of coffee at HQ because she would play the hype songs. So I know So she, she's like, she's got some grace in my, in my uh, corner because she was over there. But, but basically with what you're saying, as far as the, like, we talked a lot about your your friend, really, who the mm-hmm. Disney World the Disney World meltdown, and how in that moment, this is the moment that was highlighted. But the reality that we all and you know what's crazy, we all know it. We all know that that family went through some sort of meltdown because if you've taken any kid to Disney World, somebody is ending up on the ground crying exactly. or behind the corn dog cart. And if you <laughs> have been to California Adventure anytime lately, you know they serve alcohol now there. So there's a parent who has gotten a beer in the middle of the day because they can't take it anymore. I'm one of those. We yep, all me. Know what yeah, we all want to talk. We, we all want to do that. And just like, you know, this is our full circle moment. I made a post about going to this angel ball. I was in this 
gorgeous gown. Matt was in this tuxedo. We had this amazing, like we had this amazing photo champagne. We had this great evening, but what everyone didn't see was the fact that like, we didn't want to be there. It was like, so not our style. It was so like, I'm more of like a beer at a dive bar kind of gal. And so like you, you take these social media moments where like, you really don't know what's going on behind the scenes. And I try really hard to be like, exposing about those Mm -hmm. and that it's really great to have these like huge over the top moments, but real life is what's really important. And I think coffee at HQ did that for me in my business. And I think this podcast does this, that for you and your business. Mm -hmm. And I just think a lot of people, if you can just kind of find the rawness behind what you're trying to do in your company, you're going to come out a winner all the time. And it's so hard to do that in an industry, especially right now where like it's, it's, gigantically growing, but yet it's almost as if sometimes too much growth can actually hurt the people who are just trying to get started. It's true. You know what I mean? That's very, very true. That's good. And you drop that at the very end when I'm running out of time because I could go on for about 10 <laughs> minutes on that one. So we'll have to save that one for the next time. <laughs> that, we'll was good, that. that was a good moment. Yeah. So be sure to tell, you know, I want everybody out there, go out there and check out uh, the integrity underscore HQ I was looking on it. I think the last one you did on is January 11th, if I'm correct. So actually, it's been less than 40 days. So give yourself a little credit. Uh, maybe I was wrong about that, but I think that's the last one. So you're doing you're doing some awesome stuff, and I'm and I'm and I'm really excited to have you as a friend. And I'm Thank really you. excited because I like I like what you do for this industry. And obviously, I assume you and I will meet Matt for the first time in Puerto Rico at Brainshare. October 25th, 26th, 27th, and 28th. Puerto Rico. Puerto Rico. I mean, yeah, yeah. what? Yeah, what? It, it's so nice. It's so nice. It's, if you go to AIBrainShare.com, you'll be able to see it, Aaron. You don't have to because you're automatically, uh, you're going to be invited <laughs> by me right now. But uh, it'll, it is going to be a gorgeous time, and uh, and I'm really looking forward to it. I've got some exciting things out there. It's going to be two days of BrainShare, but we're also we're adding on an implementation day. We're serving lunch and breakfast and everything for that. But Chad Spade and Travis Gensler are going to be implementing, showing you actually and walking you through implementing some things. It's going to be really, really exciting and uh, look forward to you being there with Matt. See how I just automatically assume you're coming. I mean, you basically just invited him and made me like, Hey, if you come, it's fine. (laughs) (laughs) Pretty much so. Pretty much so. That's right. But I do, I I really do. So um, Aaron, thank you for coming on. Appreciate it. And we'll do this again soon. Thank you for having me. Thank you so much. And pretty soon her her blog will be coming out, maybe a week, maybe a month. She may come up with something new, but the genius of Aaron Nutting never stops. One of the things that I want us to just take away is some of the things that I talked about at the end with the highlights. I'm really passionate about this, and it will be for the next week or two because I get that way when I, when I have these thoughts. I, I write because Ryan Hanley and I were talking about this in San Diego last week. We write because we have this stuff in our head and we just need to puke it out there, right? And we get it out there, and so we can kind of then organize it and cut this, this paragraph and move it there and this sentence there because that's the way we're kind of organizing it in a way in our head, but just in real life paper. And the thing that I want us to take away is something that Aaron said there that I said, which was people don't care about the play-by-play. They want the highlights. And I think the thing to learn about that is to say the opposite is true, is that people who want the play-by-play are the ones who care. 
So I think sometimes if we go through life and we may think to ourselves, who really cares about me? Who really cares about my story? Um, when, I, when, when I'm vulnerable, who, who's the one who has compassion towards that? Who's the one that's trying to lift me up in life? You know, who, Who's that one that's going to be there at two o'clock in the morning? Hopefully it never happens, but it seems it happens to every human in the morning where we need somebody at that one time. Who is that person? I think it's easy. I think it's, it's, it's easy if you pay attention to say, who's the person who cares about my play-by-play, right? Who cares about that time? Who, who reaches out to me when they see me make the post of us at Disneyland? Or who reaches out to me when it's Sunday at four in the afternoon? Right. I think that's those people that we can find. And I think that can be a little bit of help to everybody out there. And keep in mind, this is why we do what we do. And I do it for you. This is Agents Influence Podcast with Jason Cass. Today I had Aaron Nutting on and we had a conversation about life. And I know you like it because every time these things come out, you tell us how much you like it. But tell me your thoughts. Tell me your ideas. And I'm going to tell the world what you have to say. This has been Jason Cass. We're out. Hey, agents, listen to this. Listen to this. What are we terrible at? Think of it. Think of it. Really? We're, we're terrible at training, right? We're not very good at hiring. We're not very good, terrible at firing, actually. Uh, terrible at creating process and some workflows. Terrible at technology and implementing that technology and even knowing what type of technology we want. And the list goes on and on. Now, listen, I'm an agency owner. And I, you know how it is. To, to fix a problem, the first thing you've got to do is you got to admit you have a problem. Here's what you do. Go to virtualintel.com. Check out what we do because we do all those bad things that you can't do. Really? And you may do one or two of them well. Good for you if you can do them all. Just want you to know you're in the minority. But if you can't do any of them good or you don't even want to do them anymore because it just takes too much mental power, then good for you for realizing that and give us a call. I'm telling you, virtual intelligence, that's what we do. And where we specialize in high quality VEs, not virtual assistants. Look it up. Go to ChatGPT. Put in what's the difference between a virtual assistant and a virtual employee. Enough said. I don't have enough time to go on and on about all the differences on this 60 second commercial, but you've got time to search it and look at it. That's what we do. We deliver high quality VEs. We mix the technology with it. We train them on the technology, give them and the technology to you and you're off to the races. I'm not joking with you. You can call my agency at any time, ask for Lordland. And we do ask her, say, how fast are you able to do quotes? I've actually got a couple videos of it. That's right. We can do five to 10 carriers in one quote in three to seven minutes. So you give me an auto quote, I can do five to 10 carriers in three to seven minutes. How are we doing it? We're doing it through the technology of virtual intelligence. Give us a call. Check us out. You can ask for me personally. I'll do the demo for you. Who are they? Cast certified.